It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. From the Charleston County School Board race to being on the Charleston County School Board, I sit down exclusively with Charleston County School Board member Kevin Hollinshed for a special edition of Quintens Close-Ups. And be sure to download the free Quintens Close-Ups app in your Apple or Google Play stores. And listen to this interview later on iHeartRadio. Kevin Hollinshed, it's so good to see you again. Man, it's about the third time, isn't it? <laughs> What do you bring to the table this time? You know, election is coming up, and um, I represent um, a part of um, a community that, that's very concerned. Um, just the other day, uh, my pastor, Reverend Holden, gave a thundering speech. Uh, he talked about David and Goliath, and how David um, battled the Philistine, Goliath. And it was just so inspiring. And you know, my pastor, even though he prepares his sermons, you know, he finds a way to tie the average citizen into uh, uh, what's going on in life. And um, uh, we had a visitor, um, Jake Ramble came to visit Royal. And uh, I think he might got the Holy Ghost too. But uh, he, he visited our church and spoke before the body but, you know, uh, Pastor Holt, man, when he got into that sermon, he talked about how, um, you know, David wasn't scared. And he said, man, shoot, before I got up with the lion, I slayed a tiger, a lion, and a, and a bear okay. that was trying to uh, kill my sheep, my daddy's sheep. So when we deal with this overall election coming up, my pastor said, Brother Hollinshed, when somebody puts that kind of money into an election, it's not good for us. You talk about that money. Obviously, most people are talking about the Coalition for Kids campaign, which has endorsed Red Howard Mack, Simi Moncoats, Joyce Green, and Kate Darby. When you see those commercials, where does your mind go to? We're going backwards. Um, this was an elaborate ploy to um, bring in as other elected officials that may not be strong enough to talk about, they, they, they talk to each other, which is good. Um, you have a, a business group of individuals coming together to get involved in the school district. I mean, you have um, uh, bankers and uh, business folks throughout Charleston County that are pulling together for several things. It's got to be about money. It is not about children's education. Um, I think my superintendent cut a deal uh, with those individuals to uh, find a way to strengthen her hand. She turned them against uh, the vile, vital soul of Charleston County. Um, it's constituent based. And, and even as you saw last week, uh, Mayor Tecklenburg, Dot Scott, um, 
other, other individuals that were part of that pulled away from that coalition because they did not want any of you all the candidates. They selectively picked out the candidates that they want to back. And, and even in our community, folks are, are asking the questions, you know, you say you want to change the school and make things better, but you selected three of the board members that were around when the Dunstan incident transpired. You know, you're talking about children of first or children at the heart. How can you explain that? You know, you and I get into a couple of things and, you know, I, I love the last interview. They tried to take your segment and use a vernacular that we, that we talked about fried chicken and try to use it and out of content and even put uh, Post and Corey on me, which was crazy. You know, it was a joke and they tried to make it something else. But anyway, um, that's, you know, our, our community is very concerned about this coalition of kids. And, you know, it's being talked about in the, you know, in the churches and, and the small pockets of our community. Well, we're afraid. Um, they're trying to privatize school with rich people. You know, it, it's not about our kids. It is not. Let me get back to the, the Post and Courier uh, column that Brian Hicks wrote about your, well, your particular interview with me in mm -hmm. regards to Wilbur Johnson, who was basically hired by the Charleston County School District to investigate the Melvin Gabbers alleged child abuse case. Uh, from what I understand, some reports are saying, hey, this might be a conflict of interest when it comes to Wilbur Johnson. Well, if you go, well, I don't know, they took it down. If you go to the Coalition Kids website, Wilbur is one of their financial bankers and part of their board. So why would you reward him with an investigation of a, of a, of a situation that's that sensitive to my community and then, and then reward your little circle. You know, and, and, I, and I keep saying, everybody gets mad at me, and not everybody, but a small few. My, you know, uh, small few gets mad at me when I use the word step and fetch. Man, my community has suffered for years, for generations of, of just, you know, um, those who want to do the right thing for our community and sit at the table with African Americans and whites sitting together and collectively working for what needs to be done to um, to bring our community together and then as you got the mercenaries the mercenaries that just want to make a dollar you know they're just trying to pay their bills they just want to you know go along and get along and we constantly have to move backwards when we're trying to move forwards and you know and I often try to explain this to my superintendent and you know I don't uh, my religion does not allow me to hate. You know, but what I but what I do am I'm a strong African American male. I speak my mind and they can't handle that. You know, when I was growing up, if you grew up with my, my two oldest brothers that were architects um, during the depression time, my two older brothers, man, they were hard on me growing up to make me a man. You know, my father didn't do the discipline. My brothers did the discipline because they were older and they, they stepped in. My father came in and he talked to, talked to history, but my brother did the roughness with me. So, you know, it's just, it's just one of the things, but we have to be able to sit at the table and talk about things that concern us. You know, again, the SE Ready scores okay. are atrocious in Charleston County. You know, only 
five of the African Americans are passing. That includes school includes the schools like Buse, okay. Academic Magnet, School of the Arts, Wando, and the German schools. Ninety percent of us are not meeting the grade. But yes, she talked about she has an action plan and been in three years. When I asked the question the other day, when you talk about action plans, give me an example with Mary with our Shakur Elementary. Okay. Couldn't get one. You know, um, over at Orange Grove, they're working, they have a program there that I understand Meeting Street Academy ad adopted was the uh, SRA. Okay. And, it, you know, it's used in, from first to third grade. And it's successful. They don't have the money, you know, that billionaires have in the Meeting Street Academy. But they're doing a very good job over there in Orange Grove implementing that. You got um, uh, Charlestown Academy, uh, CDA. And uh, they've been doing this for 20 years. And as African Americans are saying now, hey, guy, the footprint of Mean Street Academy came from CDA. The CDA doesn't have the money or the resources, you know, to make it a large program. But they have been serving that community for over 20 years and yielded some great results. You talk about money. Let me go to live5news.com. The headline on the website reads this. City of Charleston asking school district for money to help with drainage and flood issues. What type of issues do they need from you? What type of issues are going on with the City of Charleston that needs help from you guys? Well, he asked for another TIF and the defraying of taxes for 25 years in order for him to develop a particular area. And then after 25 years, uh, we would recoup a large sums payment. Um, we just gave him a tip, West Ashley, when they go into the San Rittenberg area. And to go for another tip, that's something we really would have to see how, how it would affect the district in the long run. So that is something that, um, you know, West Ashley people that contacted me and they were concerned. And they were saying, could the district afford even doing that? Obviously, when you talk about the Charleston County School District, what is it like right now as a school board member for yourself? Well, you know, again, I'm looking forward to this election. Um, I have some concerns. Uh, the endorsement of the Coalition of Kids, uh, African Americans that endorse that ticket, that don't even deal in our school system, but find a way to work their way into that endorsement. I have concerns of my superintendent. Uh, over the last um, two years that I have been a part of this, I've seen her massacre African-American leaders. And, and, and when I say uh, the former principal, Mr. Cannon, you know, he's now in, uh, in Carlton County at a school, the principal there at Carlton County High. Um, I've seen Savannah Coakley, a young lady removed from Shakur Elementary, and she was taken and moved out of that school. And that school went like off the bunkers because she interjected like two principals that were not African American and they failed. And then I think she has one guy, gentleman that's kind of trying to hold on now. But Shavonna kept the school at a steady pace. Um, on her scores, she was uh, increasing in one particular area. One was just steady. Okay. But you know, our superintendent then did not train this young lady. Uh, did not mentor her, did not give her the resources to be an improvement within our system. 
But then when African Americans do not agree with her or do not again step and fetch, then they kind of put them off in the corner. You waste taxpayer dollars by taking people out of positions and putting them in, in non-existent positions and then hoping that they will go away or be quiet. And then um, uh, and there's no benefit, no retooling of that individual, not placing that individual back into our school that it can be a benefit to the community. It just ain't her. There's several other African Americans I can name. I take one out just so funny the other day. Uh, Shaquem Arquette uh, was a volunteer at uh, North Charleston High, a mentor to young African American kids that um, uh, had problems coping and dealing with school. You know, because the young man spoke out against the school district, they revoked his privileges to volunteer and deal in the district. Again, you know, they're not culturally sensitive to dealing with African Americans. The young man that was the football coach at North Charleston about a year ago, um, Andre Duncan, right. um, this young man was getting on his feet, trying to do the right thing for his family, and, 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 and subsequently got locked up for um, um, child support. Not a criminal offense. He just got behind on his bills, but had the money to pay it, but they picked him up. Well, one school board member um, had him removed and had him fired. And then, you know, it, it just, uh, it's, it's atrocious that, that we treat African Americans one way when we don't agree and dance to your tune. And then we begin to be alienated because we're opinionated. That young man brought their football season back, uh, had people tailgating, had the community involved, but yet you didn't like that, so you had to get rid of him. You know, it's just, it's just amazing, man. Um, I had, um, tell you how God, good God is, I had a meeting the other day, last week, I won't call their names, but two individuals, and, and one guy was, um, one person was, was, was afraid to sit down with me because the superintendent had told him I was an a-hole. And, and the individual sat down and we started touching and agreeing uh, on matters that concern the community and kids. And, and the guy walked away with an impression that, hey man, this is not what uh, I was expecting to have out of this meeting. So then, I brushed that one off. What's like, you know. Went and had lunch with another individual. We were laughing about this breakfast. And, and I said, man, the superintendent described me. And he said, yeah, uh, Mr. Hollishead. I was with her at a function, and she did not describe you too, too well either. And I told this lady, when I first got appointed to this job, I said, let me tell you about Charleston. Charleston is a very small community, even though it's a big bigger what you want to think it is, but eventually people are going to meet each other and they're going to come back around in that circle and they're going to realize that, that, that let me find out if that water is, is really cold over there or that water is hot. And they come around and, and then they can begin to compare notes. One, in, one other individual told me that even in her describing of African-American board members, was the black board members. Like I told that one individual, like we some darn gang. You know, 
And then that was another insulting thing. But then, let's get down to the crutch of this one, man. You want to work on a diversity piece? You want to be kumbaya and bring black folks together? But then you treat other black folks like they rank me. How does that work? You, I remember a couple of times in my interviews with you for Quentin's Pulse Up, she basically called Superintendent Dorita Pulseway a charming lady. How do you describe her now? Well, she is charming. Oh, yeah, man. If you sit there with Dorita, Dorita can charm you, and then you and then you walk down the street, and then you realize, oh, wait a minute, she got my wallet. You know, she is charming. She's good at selling what she does. But at the end of the day, I can always be a good salesman, but what is the end of the product that I deliver? What can the Charleston County School District and the school board and Dr. Dorita Pulseway deliver going forth? What about the school board? I'm hoping that we have some board members that are not set forth on vengeance. We have board members, to give you an example, even that, 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 that uh, article that went out in the Post Emporium. One board member, as, as Mr. Hicks told me, he told me who sent it to him, and that young lady sits on the board with me, and she has a very hard time dealing with African Americans. She sits there and says she, uh, for every kid, but she's the linchpin for the board. They use her to do the dirty work. You know, she attacks Chris Collins. Um, she attacks Chris Collins' daughter. Let me give you a good example of that with Chris Collins' daughter. See, and I told Chris, and I'm a different, I'm a different kind of African American. I learned what my parents taught me, and I learned what my brothers instilled in me. And when you're dealing with politics, you don't take handouts. You know, I told Chris one day we were sitting at Red Lobster, uh, having lunch with uh, Dr. Postowitz, and I told him, "Don't beg her." I said, "Brother, that's the worst thing you can ever do is beg her." Chris' daughter passed the entrance exam to go to the school of the arts was second on the list. And because it's one particular board member, she did not want his daughter to be admitted into that school, made the superintendent not admit that girl. Made him not admit that girl. And so it's two years later, his daughter's not even in there yet. Passed the test, my man. Passed the audition. Did good, was just placed on the list. So she did not move up from two years until now? Man, let me tell you something. We have a, a racially unsensitive board. Racially unsensitive. And then this coalition for kids want to back those folks and use an African-American leader to help try to sell that ice water to us? You got to be crazy. That's why all the pastors in the churches are talking up and down Charleston County right now. Well, let me tell you something. You can fool people, but just because you're spending $200,000 on radio ads and you influence other entities to back your ticket, do you honestly think people don't think? I mean, it's, it's amazing, my man. It is amazing what they do. I hope my superintendent, if she, if she hangs on and she stays here, I want to see her engage African-American colleges. McGinley did. McGinley did what Craig, what Craig Askews brought in African American schools to recruit African American um, um, uh, uh, school teachers to be in our district. Slay so ain't done nothing like that.
but yet, quote unquote, I am for this diversity study. And when you look at the slate of candidates sponsored by the uh, Coalition for Kids, what do you see? Well, man, you know, again, you have someone that an African American talked about at one time was a legend, Mayor Rowley, endorsing the candidates, but Mayor Rowley never participated in education. Um, he um, endorsed the slate. I was amazed, and I'm telling you what was going on in our community. You know, when we were growing up, man, Herb, uh, Herbert Fielding Sr., Herb U., and Mayor Riley were like this, the best of buds. Um, Herb helped make Riley, Riley helped make Herb. And, and in this Coalition for Kids thing, he stabbed Herb U.'s son in the back. And I mean, not just stabbed, I mean gilded him. And that was going around in our community saying, man, we can't believe this. This man that had a legacy, a so-called legacy in our community, and then he turned on his best friend's son. That was interesting. Very interesting, man. Um, um, that took me for a loop. I can remember, you know, even I met Mayor Riley several months back in Liberty Hill. They had a little get-together for board members at an African-American church. And they served dinner and they did remnants of Martin Luther King and I'm sitting there, I was the only outside of Reverend Mack who was part of the group, um, sitting there watching and listening and I swear to God I think they were trying to describe uh, Dr. Postal was like Martin Luther King and then by the time I kind of called on to that one I just said I had to get out of here but you know again um, you know, I just I don't play around when it comes to my people. I, my name means a lot. I don't care if I have one red cent in my pocket. I'm gonna keep my dignity and pride. You talk about Joe Riley. What is this legacy legacy that is now in the African American community in your mind? Well, you know, um, a lot of leaders are talking about how the plight of African Americans have been moved from the city of Charleston into North Charleston into the Goose Creek area. Um, there's not that much affordable housing in Charleston. Back to Green is slated to be to be demoed and done away with eventually. Uh, so they have only the two affordable housing projects in the city of, in the city peninsula of Charleston. Um, his plan was to move the affordable housing West Ashley, but then all he did was give the West Ashley folks a bunch of apartment complexes. So they're all mad about that. So I'm pretty sure. When it comes down to this election for school board, they're going to turn out and vote their conscience too because they don't want the school board playing in their politics either. Thank you. Good morning again. Thank you. <laughs>